Welcome to the Blue Collar Business Podcast, where a team of entrepreneurs in the industry discuss the ins and outs of the business side of the blue collar industry. And now, here are your hosts, Bryson Turner and John Bradley. Welcome back, guys. Um, Today's going to be a little bit of a different dynamic. One, because I'm actually hosting this episode solo. Um, John is for one out of town and two, there just wasn't a big need for a second co-host. John could host this episode. I could host this episode. It'd be just about the same. Um, but I was just the one who decided to do it. So the second reason it's going to be a little bit different is it's less of a, um, how to deal with customers, how to deal with employees, that kind of thing. The last couple episodes we've done, it's going to be more of a, uh, burnout and how to deal with that and motivation for you and your business. So I've got a couple of different things written down here that um, John and I have compiled and we're just gonna go kind of through them. Um, so the first one is who, why, and what? Who, why, and what did you start your business for? Because you have to remember that. So we're gonna start with why. Why did you wanna start your business? Was it because you hated your old job? Was it toxic? Was it because you didn't wanna work for somebody in general? Maybe you had a great boss, just you didn't wanna work for somebody. Was it because you got the business bug? Because once you've got that bug, man, it's hard. It's hard to uh, push that away and make that subside. The next one is who. Who are you doing your business for? Is it your wife? Your kids? Your future wife and kids? Who's it for? Are you doing this so your kids can grow up and have a fantastic life? Are you doing this so your wife never has to work a day in her life? Who are you doing this for? Is it to flex on social media, flex for your friends? I'm pretty sure that's not most people, but is it? Is that you? Because there's there's a separate problem right there. But who did you start this for? What was your motivation? Who did you start it for? Because if you started it for nobody, it's going to be kind of hard. If you have no motivation, maybe your motivation isn't who you started it for. Maybe it's to prove yourself. Maybe it's yourself. Maybe the who is yourself. Maybe you wanted to prove to yourself that you could do it. The last one is what. What are you doing it for? That kind of follows under who and why. What are you doing it for? Is it so you can build a life? Is it so, again, your your kids, your wife, they're taken care of, right? I know that's what it is for me. My future wife, my future kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, I'll be taken care of. And as a second thing, to be able to do missions long term, not be a missionary who has to rely on a check coming in every month just from donors. I want to be able to fund myself without having to rely on a check and also not having to be able to have to make a check every single month. That's my why. That's my who. That's my what. The next thing, you deep down, maybe not right now, maybe you're feeling burnt out. Maybe you're like, because if you if you don't do something, if you if you know you have to do something, maybe it's working out. Maybe it's going and selling a job. Maybe it's working that extra day and you know you have to do it. You know you need to do it but you push it off and then you go to bed that night and you didn't do it. That is the worst feeling. One of the worst feelings is knowing that you could have done something and at the end of the day feeling like you should have, like maybe you would have had the energy to if you weren't such a wimp and you went and did it. That's the worst feeling. You have to remember, maybe it's you. Maybe it's you that you're doing this for and you have to be better. And I think most people that are burnt out know that they have to be better. It's just, it's it's psychological, right? It's deeper than, oh, just do better. It's deeper than a motivational speech telling you, you gotta be hard. It's deeper than that. It's a psychological, I can't do this. And instead of just saying, I'm hard, I can do this, go back to why you started. 
who you started for, what you started for. A lot of people don't show who they actually are to the people that know. I have friends in Florida. I moved here from Col- uh, to Colorado from Florida less than a week ago. I have friends in Florida, maybe two of them, and they probably know who they are. Knew the real Bryson, knew what the real Bryson was going through, knew what the real Bryson was outside of just hanging around people, having fun. Knew the Bryson that was staying up often till 2 a.m. doing estimates, invoices, and some people, dude, are way better. Some people, they are crushing it, staying up way later, getting up way earlier than I am. But this is just the beginning. Only a couple people knew that Bryson. I would go to friend gatherings after everything was done. Because I didn't want to go there knowing that I could have done something. And instead of hanging out with those people, I could have gotten my business better. I could have made myself better. Because there's always going to be another time to hang out with those friends. 99% of the time, there's always going to be another time to hang out with those friends. And that's also what I struggled with leaving Florida the last couple months was, yes, these people, I love them. But are these people part of my 5, 10, 20 year plan? My 50 year plan? My even one year plan? No. I want to keep in touch with them. But they are not a main object, a main player in my 20, 30, 40, even one year plan. Because I was moving to Colorado. But I will tell you what was part of my 1, 2, 3, 5, 10, 20, 50 year plan was building my business. And I had to leave my business behind in Florida. But I, I learned a lot. All those hours that I put into things, whether it was learning stuff about landscaping, learning stuff about uh, maintenance, or business. Business was the biggest thing. Because you make those mistakes, and hopefully you never have to make them again. Do I still make the same mistakes every single day? Probably. But you learn those big mistakes, and you learn those big things that will help, that, will, uh, that are making you burnt out. Instead of putting it off, you went and did it. You went and you learned something. You did something. You made extra money. Now, money over friends is not necessarily what I'm preaching here. Because I get burnt out a lot. It's really hard not to get burnt out. Like I said, there's no code to not get burnt out. And everybody has their own personal capacity, which is a big two words. Personal capacity. That means one person, their personal capacity may be working a 40-hour corporate job. They go to the work at 9. They clock out at 5. And that's their personal capacity. They can't handle any more than that. And another person's personal capacity could be three times that. Working 120 hours a week, they love it. It's their favorite thing to do. They have zero personal life because working is their favorite thing to do. And that's not always the best thing. I would kind of see that as worshiping work as an idol. But that's that's what some people love. And agree with them or not, that's what they love. People have different personal capacities. I know that I'm definitely not the 9 to 5 dude who is worn out after 40 hours a week. That's not me. But I also know that I'm not the 120 hour a week dude who can just crush it, work 7 days a week, endless hours a day. And just never take a break. That's not me either. I'm somewhere in the middle. It's a vague, it's a very, very broad um, area in the middle, but I'm somewhere in the middle. And that's what everybody has their own personal capacity. Remember that. And so the friends were just an example, right? It could be anything in your life. It could be a hobby, an addiction even. What is taking away from your business that you know? Oh, no, I can, I can put off this thing in my business until tomorrow. I'm going to do this right now. It's not always bad. Like I said, everybody has their own personal capacity. You have to balance it out. But if you know your personal capacity, you may know that you don't have to balance it out like other people do. Or maybe you have to balance it out more than other people do. 
And that's fine. You have to find your personal capacity. Where do you start getting burnt out? Because when you start getting burnt out, that's when your business starts to suffer. If you get really burnt out, it starts to suffer more. When you're burnt out, you're not happy. You're not going to make decisions like you would when you're happy, like you're cool, collected, calm. You're not happy. Remember that you have to be better. You have to be better. Not, not better than everybody. But you have to be better today than you were yesterday, and you have to be better the next day than you were today. Another point. Business is hard. Business is really, really, really hard. Business is hard. I say it, and I've said it in a couple episodes so far. I'll probably say it in a bunch more episodes. You could have the best day in your business. The best day. Whether you're a solo operator and you made a thousand bucks net, or you've got 30 crews, and although you don't really don't make money an hour anymore, maybe you made 5,000 bucks today net. So you could have the best day. It's relative for everybody, right? Different, different areas of business. But you could have the best day, and you have to keep going. And on the flip side of that, you could have the worst day ever. And you just have to keep going. Your employee could jackknife the trailer. Your employee could shoot a rock from a mower and hit the window and break the window. Your employee could crash the car. Your employee could show up 30 minutes late. Or you. Maybe you did all those things. Maybe you did one of those things. Maybe you estimated a job so wrong that you're only making 40 bucks an hour and you're losing all that to labor and overhead. So maybe your guys are working for a week basically for free. And you have to keep going. Maybe you made a giant mistake. Maybe two of your employees left. Maybe 50% of your workforce left because you made a mistake. That's in the past. You have to keep going. Reversible decisions. You have to keep going. Business is hard. You're meant to strive to be the best you can be. Everybody's personal capacity is different. But if you're in business, it's probably pretty high. You're meant to strive to be better than you are. Meant to strive as much as you can within your personal capacity that you're maxing out your personal capacity. Hopefully not going over it too much because that's when you really start to get burnt out. But maxing out your personal capacity. Ways to help with burnout. Ask yourself, is this actually what I like doing? Now, this could be as small as, do I enjoy the trade I'm in, right? Maybe I don't like, maybe I don't like lawn care landscaping. I personally, zero passion for lawn care landscaping. Do I like design of the stuff? Yeah, like little things I like. Do I like designing stuff? Do I like how it look at, looks afterwards? Yeah, but most people would. My employees like how it looks afterwards. If I was a welder, I'd probably like how it looked afterwards. That doesn't mean I loved welding. It's okay not to like the trade you're in necessarily, but if that is the root of your burnout, that's a problem. And there's been a lot of times where I've had to say no to jobs because I've done that same job, different house, and I've realized, man, this sucks so bad. I hate this. And sometimes you have to suck it up, and it sucks sometimes, and it's bad. And you have to suck it up. But if you're doing that every single day, that's where you get burnt out. You get burnt out from not enjoying what you're doing every single day. And there's something inevitable about, even if you did the thing you love, whatever it is for you, that, that one thing, everybody's got something. Even if you loved what you did and you do it every single day, you're going to get burned out of it. Because anybody's hobby gets annoying after you do it five days a week for 40 years, right? So it could be as small as what trade you're in. 
and maybe maybe you don't like the trade. Maybe that's fine because you're not getting burnt out from it. But it could also be as big as maybe I don't like business. Maybe that's the harsh reality. Maybe you're getting burnt out at less than 40 hours a week because you just hate being in charge. Maybe you are meant to go work a 40-hour week job at a corporate office or a desk job in a, cor- in a little cubicle. And that's fine. That's That's meant for some people. Just because you don't have the business bug, just because you're not a business owner, doesn't mean you're wrong. It's just a bug that some people have. And I think that most of the people listening to this podcast are probably that person that have that. But maybe business is not what makes you tick. Maybe maybe you had this false reality that business was fantastic. Maybe you saw a YouTube video of how I can make 5000 bucks in a day doing this, and you're like, I should start a business. That sounds pretty nice. 5000 bucks a day sounds pretty nice. But no, nobody shows you the years and years and years of work that takes to get to there. The years of hard work where you're burnt out. It sucks. Nobody shows you that. So that's the harsh reality. Maybe you're not meant for business. Another, another thing is, can I actually make this work? Maybe you have other commitments in your life. Maybe you're part-time. Maybe you're part-time in your business. Maybe you can only devote 10, 15, 20 hours a week into your business. And maybe because you can only devote 10, 20 hours a week into your business, maybe it's just not worth it. Maybe you have so much overhead. Maybe one mistake, one broken window, and you are in debt with your business. Maybe it's not worth it. Maybe if you can't put enough time into it, it's not worth it for you right now. But in a year, maybe when you can devote 40, 60 hours, then maybe that's the time to start the business. Ask it, can I make this work, especially in this time, this season of your life that you're in? Another one. This is a big one. Assess if you're in the most efficient place in your business. I'll say it again. Assess if you're in the most efficient place in your business. And this means maybe if you are out working in the field, you have 20 guys. You're the 21st guy. You're not in the most efficient place for your business. Especially if you like business, you are just another worker out in the field. Maybe. You're getting burnt out because you're working 40 hours in the field and 40 hours at home. That's 80 hours. Maybe you're getting burnt out because of that. And you leaving your workforce in a 21-man operation, turning it down to 20, is not scaling back a significant amount enough to where it's going to make your business go crazy. And if you're burnt out and you're in the field and then you're also running your business, maybe losing one man in the field is actually going to make you so much better. Because you are in the best spot in your business that you can be, maybe as a leader, maybe as an advisor if it's a giant company. Maybe you're not, maybe you're not the, even the, the majority stake owner anymore. But maybe as, as an advisor or you hire a general manager and you're just the advi- you just, you, you're just It's your business, but you really don't have to do much, which is not going to be the first couple of years. Assess if you're in the most efficient place in your business, meaning you might make your business more money like I said about being happy, you're not going to run your business the same when you're happy as when you're burnt out. There's there's different decisions you make because if you're happy, you're going to make completely different decisions. You might take more risks, which leads to more reward possibly. If you're happy in your business, you're content with where you are, your business is going to be run better than if you're burnt out. I don't even know if that's a scientific fact, but that makes sense. You are going to be able to run your business better if you're happy than if you're burnt out. Assess where you are in your business and assess if it's the best place for you to be. If you have two guys in the field, yeah, you should probably be in the field a lot of the time. Maybe 30 hours a week. Maybe you do 20 hours in back-end work, 50 hours a week. Assess where you are because 
if you have those two guys, you going in the back creates a huge overhead for yourself, and you don't have enough uh, revenue to recover that overhead. You're going to be making $0. Last thing, assess your prices. If you're out there working for $20 an hour, maybe as a solo operator, that model doesn't really work for a big business. But if you're out there working 20 for $20 an hour, first of all, if one thing goes wrong, you're screwed. You're screwed. You lose all your profit. Maybe you're in the hole. So if you're a solo operator and you're working for $20 an hour, that's not going to work. Assess your prices. Find your market cap. Find your market cap. And here's a big one. Make your service worth the market cap. So depending on the trade you're in, really any uh, trade service shouldn't really go for a pro- probably a standard of $60 an hour, especially if, you're a solo, uh, especially if you have employees because you have to pay those employees. There's overhead, whatnot. So maybe your maybe your market cap is $60 an hour. Maybe your market cap is $300 an hour. Find your market cap and make your service worth that market cap. There's no reason your service should not be premium. And maybe you're the mow and blow guy. But make it so your customers are happy enough where they'll pay you that market cap. Some people are over the market cap. They're a premium service. They're a full uh, a full service business. You're paying for the name. You're paying for the nationwide branding of it. You're paying for the prestige of having the top-notch landscaping crew, the highest regarded. Find your market cap and make your service worth that because if you don't find that market cap and you don't make your service worth that, if you're working for $20, $30, $40 an hour and you're doing a hard job, it's a hard job. Now, there's some times where it's easy, but say you're on this really, really hard job and you're working for $40 an hour. Maybe you misquote it by $20 and you're, you're by $20 an hour and you're making only $20 an hour instead of 40. That's not fun. When you know you're worth 40 and you're only making 20, when you know you're worth 100 and you're only making 70, when you know you're worth 300 and you're only making 200, people are like, oh, making 70 bucks an hour and actually only making 50 is not bad. Maybe. Maybe, especially if you're a solar operator, maybe. If you have if you have employees, it's different because you have to pay them. Maybe you're in the hole on that job. But if you're a solar operator, maybe you're making 50 bucks instead of 70 and people are going to be like, oh, 50 bucks an hour is a lot of money. Yeah, but you know you're worth more. You've learned this skill. You've learned this trade. Some of them aren't the most complex, but where you don't pay for complex, you pay for the labor of how sucky of a job it is. Sometimes, especially in Florida, cleanups, dude, they suck. Nobody wants to do that. I've gotten heat stroke several times. There's spiders crawling on me, snakes crawling around my legs. There's much worse jobs than what I'm describing. But... It's pretty bad. It sucks. There are times where you get home and you just can't move. You're sore for days from just the one job you did. Nobody wants to be doing that for 20 bucks an hour. That's why uh, customers are willing to pay the premium price for the for the um, same service because it sucks. Nobody wants to do some of those jobs. Assess your prices because if you're working for $20 an hour where you should be working for $70, you are probably not going to be very happy. And especially if you have one mistake, it's all gone then it sucks. If you're making $70 an hour and you make one mistake, that kid, that's your mistake. You make 50 bucks an hour, you know you're worth more, but that sucks. We move on. What if you lose money though? That sucks. That sucks even more. Assess your prices and being able to charge that makes you happy on the job. That's a big part of not being burnt out. If you're on the job, you're like, oh, this is taking longer. I really hate being here. This is not fun. Maybe assess the jobs you're taking too as well. I'll tack onto that. Then it's not going to be fun. That's going to add to your burnout. Or maybe 
uh, cause you to become burnt out because you hate the job you're on. It's hard. It's too hard. You're not making enough money. You're not making what you're worth. Maybe it's enough money, but it's not you know you're worth. You know you're worth more. There's no reason you shouldn't be able to make more. So if you're if you're not happy on the job, that's going to cause your burnout. I worked yesterday. It's my first time working in Colorado. And for one, I had a little bit of an itch. I had a little bit of that business itch. Because any business owner will know, if you're away from your business for three weeks, mine was probably only two weeks. I had to start a new business, though. If you're away for a couple weeks, dude, you were itching to get back. You were itching. So maybe the first couple times working back, you're not going to be burnt out because you're just you just you have that high of I get to work again. Yesterday I woke up and I said I get to work again. A couple weeks ago I would have I woke it up when I was burnt out and said oh, I have to work today, not I get to work today. Because when you don't have any revenue coming in the door and you have thousands in marketing and stuff like that going out the door like I do, when you get to work, man, it's fantastic. But you know also why I was happy yesterday? It's because I was making great money. I was making uh, on the higher end of what I usually do. It's probably above my average. Because my average is probably above what I charge because sometimes I work so hard and my employees work so hard that I just make more than the average. Or what I charge, I guess, because you just you just get it done in less time, less hours than you budgeted. But yesterday, I probably made above even that average. And I enjoyed it. And part of that goes back to if you're burnt out, you're not going to work as fast. If you're happy, you're going to work faster. And that's going to help your business as well. But also, if you're doing things you enjoy for a price you're happy with, then that's also going to make you significantly happier, not burnt out. So remember... A lot of people get burnt out this time of year. Remember who, why, and what you're doing it for. Remember you have to be better than you were yesterday, and you have to be better than you were today, tomorrow. Remember you started this business for a reason. It's not because you were just like, oh, maybe I'll start a business. Maybe it was, but most people it's not going to be like that. You have to be a bit better. You have to be motivated. Because if you're not motivated and you're burnt out, you're not going to go anywhere. Your business cannot grow if you're going to be so burnt out you can't even get out of bed in the morning. Business is hard. Remember that business is really hard. It's not for the faint of heart. It sucks. It's literally not for everybody. When people say that, it is not meant for everybody because it is so hard, especially in the beginning. Maybe it gets easier six, seven, eight years in, maybe, but it is so hard. Ask yourself, is this actually what I like doing? It could be the trade or it could be business in general. And that's the harsh reality. Ask yourself, can I make this work? Is this a season of my life? Is this the time of my life that's actually right for me? And maybe, if you've already started your business, maybe coming to that harsh reality of, I don't have enough time for this. I literally do not have enough time. Maybe you're burnt out because you have a full-time job and you're committing too much to this. Maybe you can just scale back. Maybe. Or maybe you start your business and you realize, I can't do this. I have to wait a year to where I can either stock up funds, I don't have to live paycheck to paycheck, or... Maybe it's just not for you. Maybe business is not for you, and that would suck if you already started your business and you saw the revenue and then you realized it wasn't for you. Ask yourself, am I in the most efficient place in my business that I could be? Because if not, you're going to get burnt out so fast. That is probably the best way to get burnt out is for one being meaningless. If you're that 21st dude, instead of having 20 guys, you're pretty meaningless. You're not really doing business. So the first couple of years, yeah, it, it requires you being in the field. It's hard. But later on in your business, if you're still working in the field, that's probably what's making you burnt out. Unless you just love working in the field, right? But that's not most people. 
Lastly, assess your prices. Assess the jobs you're taking. I'll add on to that. Am I unhappy because I'm doing a crappy job for not enough money or I'm doing a crappy job even for enough money? But if you're not doing something you like, even if you're making great money, that's still going to wear on you. It's still going to wear on you that you just hate your job. I'm mostly talking about in the field, about assess the assess the jobs you take. And if you're a business owner of a large corporation, um, assess what bus- uh, what jobs you take for your employees. Burnout. Because employees can easily get burnt out just as easily. Maybe their personal capacity is lower. But you're doing this, you're giving them the same amount of work, the same hardness of work. You're asking them to do overtime on that same hard work. Remember that. So assess your prices and assess your jobs. Make sure it's at least something you're okay with doing and make sure you make good money doing it. Especially if you don't like doing it, you better make sure you like good money doing it. Whenever there's a job that I'm like, oh man, this is going to be hell. I make sure I charge a lot. Significantly more. Because I don't want to do it. If they accept it, I'll suck it up great. But I know I'm doing a job that I hate, but it's for a lot of money. But sometimes there's not enough money that can make you do a job that you hate. I think that's all I have. Um, We finally got Mr. Producer to um, do the intro. That's pretty awesome. And so John will be back next episode. We'll either be recording um, just a duo episode with um, John or we'll be recording with one of my ex-employees, Drew. Um, We'll see when this this comes out. It'll be either one of those two. But thank you guys for um, joining us today. I appreciate it. This is a a little bit of a different episode, but I, I enjoyed recording it. I thought about it for uh, the majority of the day and yesterday, um, but I just that's why I wanted to write down things that way I could uh, remember and actually share a, a good note. Hopefully, this guy's it's not meant to it's 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 meant to be somewhat motivational, but it's not meant to be a get up, go to the work, you got this kind of motivational speech, like a David Goggins of Gary V. It's not meant to be one of those speeches of just harden up. It's meant to be a practicality. How could you actually do this better? Not just get up and go do it. You're wor- you can do more. It's not that. It's a reality of, yeah, some people have personal capacity. You can't just always do more. Or else you get burnt out and then you do less. Because that sucks. But yeah, that's all I have. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, I guess just joining me this episode. And we will see you guys next time.